things that, um, as I said, uh, when I was, uh, when there was a, a very small question, but there was a question all the, all the mark was that, um, a question of how much longer have you got on this earth? That's a very interesting question. It focuses your mind. Um, it sounds rather dramatic, but they did a scan. They saw things in my body that they weren't very happy with. And anyone who's been around doctors, they can, they can talk and talk. But if you, if you, especially if you come from a science background, you do know what they're talking about. So uh, it was interesting. So they left me all these various things, but I knew what, even my, even my daughter, she caught on what they were saying. And uh, so point was, they left. So you think to yourself, okay, um, they haven't said A, they haven't said B, but what if? And it's a very interesting uh, what if sets of questions. And uh, things that are important come, come to a head. And um, as you know, when I go through different experiences, I like to watch how I react. Because as I say, we all have an idea of how we would like to act. Now, if a line comes, you go, ah! Where really you might be wanting to run the other way. So, situation arose, and um, so I started thinking, well, if I, if I was to depart in the next couple of months, how would I feel? And I must admit, there was a, a sense of excitement. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it was. There was a sense of excitement. And I started to say, did I have a bucket list? No. Is there anything I particularly wanted to do? No. And then you start to think of other things. Then you start, Eric, you're being selfish. You think you are being selfish because um, uh, uh, I may think it's a, a, a reasonably cool idea, but I think the, my family around might actually send me home earlier than I, than I ought to be if that was my attitude. But it was an interesting, it was interesting. It wasn't, there wasn't fear. There wasn't, um, I mean, the reality hadn't been said, but there were the possibilities and what have you. But it also made me ask the question, because one of the questions I was asking, because he said, love the Lord thy God with all the heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And I said, Lord, do I love you with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my strength? Because that's the last thing you want to find out, is that you're, yes, you, you didn't make the mark and you think, oh my gosh. So that was the one thing I was, that was the one thing that was in my mind. Now, to say all that is this, uh, how I left it last time was that I left Moses in the Old Testament hungry for God. He was an Old Testament God that we've, we spoke the word Yao and Yahweh and how awesome that, that name was. Even the name was terrifying. But he wanted to know God. Even the Old Testament, he said, I want to see your glory. 
So how close we are or how much we want to get to God often is surrounded by our circumstances. Everybody's doing a certain thing. We think, okay, that's acceptable. But I'm saying there, God has not put any barriers in knowing him. We are the ones who put barriers to say, oh, this far and not any more than that. So one of the few things I'm going to be sharing, when Paul was talking to the Ephesians, the Ephesians, the, the, the epistle to the Ephesians, were Christians who didn't know who they were. The whole book of Ephesians has actually let them know that they are, they are blessed in spiritual places in Christ Jesus. And the whole of the, the, the book from chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 is to teach the Ephesians who they are in Christ, what their responsibility in Christ, what they've gained in Christ, and how to live a life both in the natural family and the spiritual. And Paul sums up, I've, I found it in the Amplified Version, just to give an idea of what Paul is praying to a set of Christians who don't know much, but this is his prayer for them. In the Amplified Version, it says this. If I start, perhaps, uh, I'll start in verse 13 and then do the Amplified from 15. It says, uh, in him, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of your inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Then he goes on to say, in the Amplified Version, it says this, For this reason... Because I heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, always praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation, and gives you a deep and personal, intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. And if I, if I go into verse, uh, I haven't got the Amplified Version in uh, 18, but in 18 in the New King James says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance, in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in the, this age, but also that is to come. And he, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, 
the fullness of him who fills all in all. And the question that is, wow, what does it all mean? It means that Paul thinks newborn Christians need to tap themselves into God in such a way that everything that God is can be poured into them. The wisdom and the revelation of God will pour into them and it's the Holy Spirit that will guide them, teach them, but he's not saying, you have to, this is too much for you. This is too deep for you. This is, this is beyond your, your understanding. We are the ones that put restrictions on God. Now, let me just put some of this, some of this into some practical. I was, I was saying to, um, looking some old history things. Now, we are going to, in fact, let's go, because I don't want to spend too much time. Let's go to Revelations, where we're going to be based for the next couple of minutes. And it's Revelations 2, and it's the, uh, the, the church of Ephesus. So this is Paul writing to the Ephesus at the beginning, and this is Jesus writing to the church of Ephesus near the end. And it's in Revelations 2. Now, the thing I want to just emphasize this is, and this is the, the part that uh, when we read chapter 2, we'll see what an amazing church it was. And the one thing that made me question, do I love you? So let's just quickly read it and then uh, we'll, we'll see how it comes together. It says in chapter 2, New King James, to the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these things says, he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, I know your works, labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have, you have tested those who say they are apostles and, and not, and are not, and have found them liars. And you have, and you, you have preserved and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Now, if you heard that of a church or heard that of a person, you'd be saying, wow, this is an amazing person. He doesn't become patient. He doesn't become impatient. He doesn't become weary. He hates liars. He hates evil people. In fact, he goes, he, it would appear, he goes, either they come to him or he goes to them, but he scrutinizes them and find many of the apostles to be liars. In our day, it's mostly prophets. Obviously, in those days, it was mostly apostles going around that they were this, that, and the other. And they have been patient and labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you left your first love. Now, when I looked at that, it says, you left your first love. But you say, well, compared to all the other stuff, I mean, is that such a big thing? I mean, can't you just 
slide it, you know, Jesus, okay, so I'm not as hot as I used to be or I'm not in love with you as I used to be. Isn't, you know, I mean, look how, look, you even you said, you know, nevertheless, I've seen the work you've done. You've been laid, you've worked, you've not wearied, etc. But this is what he says. Remember, therefore, from, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove the lampstand from its place unless you repent. So there's two repents in a very short. So you're thinking, wow. Then I start to ask my question, so how did this amazing church we saw Paul at the beginning emphasizing that they should focus on knowing God, knowing God personally, uh, 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 finding out the mysteries of him, etc. How did, say, 70 years later, did this wonderful church that hate evil, that seem to pursue false prophets, that seem to uh, find them to be liars, and, but somehow, along the line, they lost their first love and didn't realize it. And then even verse 6, Jesus then goes on to say, But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicotonians, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes, I will give to, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is the midst of paradise of God. So I looked at this and I thought, wow. Because in one version it also says, you've left your first love and the love of others. Then I thought to myself, is it possible that they were so focused, and I'll use the word warfare, they were so focused on warfare that they lost the purpose of why they're doing it. Now, how, how I explain it this way, those of you who know me from way, way back, I, I, I went to an African country with, the, with Pastor William, so you can say how long ago this was, uh, could be 20 plus years. The idea was that I was going to go to this African country and stay there for a while as a missionary. I don't know how serious it was, but that was the, the reason we went. And when I went to this particular country, I was, I was shocked at the poverty, but also shocked of the wealth of the country. And it hurt to see the, and, and many other people from outside the country was profiting from the the product of the country but the ordinary people were not and i was i was i, I kept looking and saying something's wrong something is wrong and then come sunday every schoolroom the beach Everywhere was prayer. The whole, the whole place took over by prayer. Everybody was praying and praying and praying. 
And I happen to know the history of South Korea at the time in 1956. In short, South Korea was bankrupt. Nobody wanted to go to South Korea because it was a bankrupt, it just finished the, the, the war with North Korea, etc., etc. And the thing that made me, it, 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 it took me a, 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 a 20 year journey to understand that this was my personal journey, but I began to understand that praying doesn't mean, or to pray for something doesn't mean that you're going to get it, that you're going to get results. You can pray and pray and get nothing. It's how you pray. The, the, you, can pray in f you can pray in fear. I mean, we used to have, uh, there are many people who still do it, who will say, ah, you better pray. The devil's after your children. The devil, and everyone, ah, ah, you're praying. That, that's, you, you're praying, but it's not through faith. It's not because the glory of God. You're, you're, you, are, you are praying because someone has said they saw this, that, the other. And you are praying now, not because of the, the God that you serve, that you know you'll destroy every, every, everything. You are praying because you're fearful. Because, and pr uh, fear gets you a certain part, but faith and fear are in two different currencies. Fear is the currency of Satan. That's how he controls, that's how he moves. Faith is the currency of heaven. That's how you move God's hands. So you can get people to, to pray through fear, but you don't get the results because ultimately, he said, you must believe that he's able he is able and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they, that they must pursue him, must believe that he is, he is able and reward those who diligently seek him. Now, so all I'm saying, I'm just saying, is it possible that these wonderful men and women of God somehow got so focused into spiritual warfare that they lose they lost sight of when we look at this quickly look is this quickly look at I think it's Matthew 6 which is the what we what we describe as the Lord's prayer so if I've done it right Matthew 6 Matthew 6 you there before me Matthew 6 verse 9. This is the Lord's Prayer. And it's and, and it's a it's a structure. And the first thing we the first thing we have is our Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. In fact, I don't want to go into the whole thing, but this is a model. This is Jesus telling us the model how to pray. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. I'll tell you into a secret. I don't often finish this prayer.
because I've already gone into hallowed be thy name. I've gone into God's glory. I've gone into his majesty, his power. I find scriptures in the Bible where they're saying, holy, holy, holy. Thou art worthy, worthy of, worthy of glory, worthy of praise. You are creating an environment. What I'm saying is that Jesus is showing us a model of how to pray. And it comes down to the seventh, the, the, the seventh part where it says, and forgive us our debtors as we forgive those uh, forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen where did our focus turn from the glorification of god into 80 percent of our time we're saying we're getting in fact what we say is we know what time the devil has his lunch we know what time he wakes up. We know, we know, we, we know his time, he's having activity, etc. But so few of us know what God is doing. I was saying, I was reminding myself that those of us who are moving into evangelism, the Salvation Army, when they used to pray, they used to pray and they used to, I don't know whether they asked, but God used to tell them how many people were going to be saved that day. So when they went out, if God said 26 people, they knew when they're going out, they were not coming back with less than 26 people. What I'm saying is that we have restricted God to, I don't know what, God wants to show himself mighty. God wants to, God wants to move in our lives in such a special way. But we've got to put him again. I mean, the songs we sang today was all about Hallowed be thy name. Glorifying God. Glorifying God. And you notice the, 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 the atmosphere changed when we start to exalt God. We start to lift up God. He is the reason why we're here. He is the reason why we're here. If Jesus isn't here, then we have a social club. But when we come, humbly become before God and say, God, I want you. I want more of you. And if if my, brother, if my brother next to me also wants you, you're saying, there is two of us here. You said, if anybody here, he said, if anybody here, because we're going to go on to that last one, but maybe not. If anybody here mean, hear my voice, I will come in. And we want to create an environment. We want to create an environment where we're hungry again. We say, God, thank you for the previous generation. Thank you for all the things that you've done. But you have shown us that there is so much more. And I'm God, I want to be used. I want to be used. And the question I ask myself, do I, do I love God? That was the question I asked. If he was to take me, could I say, I love you with all my heart. With all my heart. Sorry, my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength, with all my might. I honestly said, I don't know. I know I love you, but with all my heart, with all of my mind, with all of my strength, I said, I, I, I want to make sure. So I said, Lord, whatever idols, whatever altars, whatever things are in my way from worshiping you and glorifying you, 
I'm sure you'll say, remove them first. And I'm saying, God, I want you. I want Numa. I want, I want you to be special in this place. I want you to come in. I want the Holy Spirit to come in and, and relax. Relax to know that whatever agenda we have is his agenda. This is a short message. It's not going to be a big one. But I just wanted to say, please, let's focus again on why we're here. To glorify God. To worship him. To adore him. To, to give him time to be God. There are, pe- there are people who are watching. There are people who are here that may have a quietly saying, Lord, I need an answer. I need an answer. And people are saying, I won't say what they might be saying, but all I say is, God hears that cry. God wants to be able to meet that need. God wants to. Let's just, I, I just feel that we need to pray. This may be breaking protocol, but we need to pray. We need to Start to get into a place where we're saying, God, you are the most important thing. Let's see. I've got a, even if I've got five minutes, let's five minutes where we're just going to pray. We're going to worship God. We're going to say, God, we want you. We, des- we want you, Lord. You are our God. We de- want you. We want you, Lord. We want to get closer to you. Father, we're hungry. We don't want the dry bread. My God, we don't want the dry bread. We want fresh bread from heaven. We want to glorify you. We want to magnify you. We want to adore you, oh God. Lord, we want you to come closer to us so that we, we will sense your presence. We will sense that you're, you are moving, directing us, oh God. Father, I glorify you. I worship you. My God, oh, glorify yourself in this place. My God, break up our folly grounds. We want to be hungry again. We want to, to thirst for you. We want to, I want to pursue you. I want to say, God, you are my God. There is no other God like you. Manifest yourself. This is not about us. This is about you. There are people that need to know that you are alive. The people need to know that you are the miracle working God. You're still the God that you've always been. My God, Shelebro Koraba. Yes, Shandara Moshondora. Ye Kebokomama. Yes, Shikara Moshindaramora. You are my God. You are my Lord. People need to know you. There are people whose destinies are on the way to hell. And Lord, I need to be able to hear clearly what you're telling me. So that when I speak, I'm speaking from the oracle of you. My God, my God. Come on, let's stand up. We're going we're gonna to break up something here. Yes, Sikore Mishondora Bobabake. Yebaka Shondora Bukushila Bokura Bababa. Yes, Likaramo Shondora Ba. Ho Mama Kishondora Burabakija. Lord, my God, our bodies may be tired, Lord, but our spirit man is renewed every day. My God, begin to do something. Begin to do something fresh. Believe something, oh God, in and amongst us. We desire to know you. We desire to know you more. We want more. We want more. We want more, Lord Jesus. We want more of you. Makasele, we want more of you. Mekisondori, mekisondora, baba, baba, kisondora, baba, baba. 
There are people, Lord, that we are destined to meet. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Speak to us, O oh God. My God, speak to us. Speak to us in a clear way that we have clear direction. That, Lord, we know in our Noah when we are spoken, we are spoken from you, the oracle of you. We receive from you. And, Lord, we know that it will accomplish where it's sent. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. My God, you're a God. You're the Jesus that came into the temple and saw everything all nicely displayed. And you quietly, quietly made a rope. You quietly made a whip. And you came and you overturned the tables because it wasn't the way you set it out. It wasn't, you weren't the supreme reason why the things were there. My God, move amongst us. Move amongst us. Begin to disturb. Begin to overturn. My God, begin to do a new thing, oh God. Waken us up, oh God. Cause us, Lord God, to hunger and thirst after you, oh God. Lord, we glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. Glorify yourself, oh God. Glorify yourself, oh God. My God, I just thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory. My God. Yes, Lord. I believe that you, Lord, are going to do something. You're going to do something, oh God. Cause us, Lord. Give us direction. Cause us, oh God, to move forward. Cause us, my God, to sense your presence. To sense that you, oh God, want to do something amongst us. Do something new. Do something different, oh God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you do not put, you do not put barriers on us. The more we want you, the more you'll come. The more we invite you, the more you will come. So we're asking you, oh God, come, come, come inhabit the praise of your people. Come inhabit, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah.
You are worthy, Lord. I thank you what you're going to do. As we humble ourselves before you, guide us, direct us. Hallelujah. And Lord, let us hear. Let us hear from you. Let us seek answers, oh God. When we pray, let us not rise up from our knees without hearing the answer to the prayer that we've asked. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. Oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Move according to your divine will. Move according to your divine will. Let this place be a place of worship. A place of, of, of praise. A place where you are free to express yourself. And that will be bringing people in to know you. To know you, Lord. To know you, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Begin to sing in the Holy Ghost. Worship, worship him, worship him. Before going to worship with the offering, let's begin to worship the Lord quickly. May the Lord break up the fallow ground. Ikarara de bundo do 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 bo sanda baba ya baba ya ikatarara bos 